0: What's up, strongest men, women, and children from blocks all around the world? I am my block's strongest man. And tonight I have a very special guest for you, founder of Garage Gym Life Media, John Greaves III. Ciao, homie. Welcome back to my blog Strongest Man where we bring Strongman into the mainstream by discussing all of the latest Strongman events in the greatest analytic detail that you'll find anywhere on YouTube remember to follow me on Spotify or anchor so you can get notifications of all of the great interviews and analysis of competition prep that I bring to you at least four times weekly on this podcast share these episodes across all of your social media and of course follow me on Instagram at my blog strongest and on Twitter and on my flagship YouTube channel my blog strongest man where you can get full video versions of everything you hear on this podcast if you'd like to to support the podcast, click that support button and support us in any way you can. It's greatly appreciated and helps us keep bringing you this high-quality content. Now on to today's topic. Now, if my research is right, you're a Marine, is that right? I am. So how did you first cross paths with the military and kind of what are your best memories?
1: <laughs> um... Man, so it's funny but uh I have been blessed to have accomplished just about everything that I've ever said I wanted to do, that I really wanted to do. When I was a little kid, I told you that the military in Liberia took over the government when I was uh I was actually 6 cuz I turned 7 that year, but it happened on April 12th. And I just remember seeing how much respect and it wasn't really respect, it was fear cuz you know these Soldiers, you know they they got guns and you don't, and I just remember seeing how people kind of like back down to these people, right? And I, like I said, I was a small person and I also was an only child. I grew up as an only child. Um, I have a half sister. I had a half sister, but she um, did not live with us. So, um, just something about the 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 you know the belonging and. Um, The respect that I saw these people in the Liberian military get kind of made me say, man, I'm going to be a soldier one day. Right. I know what a Marine was. Well, then fast forward several years, decades, actually. And I went to live with my dad in California um, and he had just done a documentary on the Marine Corps Recruit Depot in San Diego. And Mm -hmm. that's how I learned a little bit more about the Marine Corps. And then uh, when I I was out of college already, And I remember I wanted I was just kind of drifting along because my plan was to be a reporter. And after I did an internship over the summer with the local newspaper, I just decided I didn't want to do it because it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth because I was doing I did a couple of stories involving local politics and it just soured me on it. Um, And I didn't. So I was kind of like working at this public gym, like I told you, Mm -hmm. drifting along with no real plan. So I said, well, I want to join the military, kind of like give myself three months it's funny, you join the military for three months because I was like, I need to get away from my normal life to kind of just refocus, right? Get rid of all the distractions. I already had a little boy at the time. So I had to kid out of wedlock. And I'm like, what am I doing with my life? So I joined the Marine Corps. And it was honestly, because I went in there with a clear plan, like I'm going in here with goals to accomplish. It was a very positive experience for me, even boot camp, even though everybody's like, this is the hardest boot camp. I went to Marine Corps boot camp, unable to swim. When I got off the bus, I couldn't swim. you got to be able to swim to get out of Paris Island. So I learned to swim at the training at the testing day. Wow. Right. Yeah, that was. Yeah, (laughs) that's an honor. And I do it in the unorthodox way. So that's one of my best memories. It's like I remember. It's like uh, they're teaching me how to float and everything else. And I actually learned to blouse inflation and I did all this stuff. I said, oh, OK, this is because they teach you, you know, it's like if you pay attention, you will succeed. If you pay right. attention and obey, you will succeed. And that's actually something that has carried through with me. It's like if you just follow the steps, it doesn't matter how daunting the task is. If you just do what you're supposed to do, you can accomplish things you never thought you could. Mm-hmm. And I remember I'm not afraid of heights. So I remember the 12 foot tower. Most people I'm sorry, 10 foot tower. Most people are afraid of it because it's like you're 10 foot in the air and then you jump off this diving board into the water. And what I cared about was the water. So I, <laughs> I was just like, when I get in the water, how, you know, what do I do? Then they said, well, you, you just got to dive in or not dive, but you got to jump in and then go to the side. I said, so basically you don't care how I get to the side as long as I jump in the water. They're like, yeah, oh, OK. So I like it's like one of the things like you, st- they literally have you. It's funny because these guys who are afraid of heights, they they suffer because you stand in there, you're in line, right? And so okay. the guy, and they'll literally say, ready, step. So when they say, ready, step, you take one step forward. And if you're the last guy and you step forward, you're going to go off and go down, right? So ready, step, ready, step, ready, step. And it's my turn. And I already asked my question. I was ready. They said, ready, step. I jumped off that thing. And I actually jumped up in the air because I wanted momentum. I come down, I hit the water go down. Remember, I, I I couldn't, they hadn't taught me to swim yet. So I, when I hit the water, hit the bottom of the pool cause I, I wanted this on purpose. I said, like, I need momentum. I hit the bottom of the pool. And then I basically did a jump squat at an angle. <laughs> <All right? laughs> at an angle. So I jumped out cause I, I know I can jump. If I have enough momentum, I'll rebound up and I'll come out of the water. Then I'm gonna go back down and sink. So that first jump has gotta be perfect. So I jumped at an angle came up and grabbed the side of the, the pool like hey <laughs> <dang>, i passed <laughs> hey man 10 points for creativity hey i made it pull myself up next <laughs> 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 this ain't so bad um so that's one memory that i have to have that's really good um another one this is on of surreal uh we were in fallujah and i remember just being like you know I guess Fallujah is dangerous. It's still dangerous. But at the time, this is like, we had just taken the city of Fallujah, uh, in Iraq war. And so Fallujah is a dangerous place. And everything you saw in the news was in Fallujah, people get killed. And in Fallujah, people got murdered and in Fallujah, a car bomb. And we're going on patrol. It's 2 AM. I'm like, I'm walking down the street at 2 AM in Fallujah. And it was just a surreal feeling to be doing that. Right. Um, I've got some fond memories from working out in Iraq. Uh, the, uh, we, so everywhere Marines go, if they're going to be there for a while, they figure out a way to work out. Sometimes it is by liberating um, locally available equipment that the owner may or may not approve of you having. But, hey, as long as you don't know and you return it, hey. <laughs> All right. Um, sometimes it's like, you know, I have climbed over fences to get into gyms uh say i'm going out for a run and i run and then i climb over the fence get in the gym workout climb back over the fence and run back uh and in this situation we were on our um our cannon position i was in artillery unit so our cannon position had a pull-up bar we had dip station but we didn't have any weights so i'm looking around you know we're throwing we had sandbags that we used for um hardening the bunker but that's not really you know so i was doing sandbag training before it was cool But I was like, man, this isn't enough. I need some dumbbells. So there was this Iraqi guy who just was like the local, if you need it, he can get it guy. Yeah. So I said, hey, man, I need some dumbbells. And he said, what are those? So I described it, literally drew what I needed in the dirt. He spoke English fine. Drew what I needed in the dirt. And I said, I need that. He looked at me, and I think he said "Uh, $100. I said, okay. I gave him the money, and he came back three days later. I don't know where he got these dumbbells from, but they were adjustable dumbbells, and he brought them back. And those are my dumbbells. And when we left Iraq, I left them there, and I was—that was that. So that's another memory I have. Like I—in I, fact, um, I don't know if you can see this, man. Hang on. Uh, hope I didn't—I'm not ruining your video, but. Nah, man, it's all good so can you see this yes all right so that is hold on if i can let's see if i go that way yeah there you go all right so if that right there is me in iraq in an underground bunker bench pressing with those dumbbells wow And, and what i'm using as a bench are sandbags that's sweet all right this is my second home gym it's a shed gym um obviously it's in a shed and that was me. I was about 180 pounds, the, had a gravel floor, and I had basically one of those old, you see, it's like one of those old weeder bench things. Yeah, like they use a pump. yeah I had one of those, had some cast off infomercial garbage that people got and, you know, and they, they said, oh, you want that? Sure, here you go. And they just gave it to me. And I would take that stuff to play it against sports and uh excuse me, and, um, and trade it in. That's actually how I started going to – we have a video on my channel about where I go and I do a tour of Play It Against Sports. That's how I started going to play it against sports because people were giving me all their random garbage, and, uh, <laughs> and I would take it and trade it in for something I did want.
0: Um, and that's, that's how that started. That's cool. All right, so, so far we've talked martial arts, we've talked military – how did you first come across Strongman? That's, that should be an interesting story. What first brought you there, and uh, how long have you been involved?
1: Well, Strongman, honestly, I first saw it because of mm-hmm. World's Strongest Man on TV. Like I said, I was, I've been a home gym owner for 20 years. So you're always looking for stuff to put on to watch. And at the time, ESPN had Strongman on television, so I would be working out. Um, after that gym that was in the shed, we moved to a – my wife and I, I met my wife and we moved to a house that had a single car garage. And so I was working out in the garage. And so the TV was like right there. So we I watched ESPN, World's Strongest Man stuff. Um, CrossFit Games started in like 2007. So around that time, I started watching that stuff in the background too. But anyway, so as far as Strongman goes, that's how I discovered it. And I'm a fan of Franco Colombo because I discovered him in pumping iron. And then I found out that he actually did strongman competition. So I said, like, oh, that's really cool. Because, you know, you see him in pumping iron, picking up a car and moving it. Right. And so I said, like, oh, this dude's really cool. He's really strong. He's doing old time strongman feats, like blowing up the water bottle till it blows up and pops. And so that got my attention. And then my brother uh well he's my best friend but i've known him for so long he's like my brother he calls my parents dad and mom and all that mm-hmm. right so um he uh he was actually when i met him he's into bodybuilding but i was like dude like with your kind of like builds your design for strongman even though at the time most people who do strongman are really tall and he's 5 8 but that's just like dude i'm just telling you that that that's your thing like because one of my gifts is recognizing like i can tell some of it is from being in the marines but it's just, a lot of it is just how you know everybody's got something they're good at and mm-hmm. one thing i'm good at is recognizing what other people are good at it's not like i can look at you and say hey i'll bet you could put together a satellite dish it's not like that it's more like if i see you do a thing then i can tell if that's you your thing or not even if you're not good at it right now i'm like oh but you know what you that's your thing. You just may need practice or whatever. So based upon the things, he was very explosive. He's very strong, had a lot of muscle endurance. And I was just like, man, you need to get into the strongman. And he was like, I don't know about all that. Well, then he ended up, uh, we went on a road trip to take my son to Maryland for something. And while we we're up there, we went and watched the Maryland legendaries, strongest man in Maryland, in Rockville, Maryland. And He was hooked. That's actually where I met uh, Johnny Waz, who owns Big Dog Strong. And uh, we were talking about, you know, his equipment and all that kind of stuff. And anyway, so my brother was like, man, I I really want to do Strongman. So he started doing Strongman stuff. And so I got into it because of the fact that he was doing it. I watched him do his competitions. We were blessed to be able to cover Um, him at the Central Georgia Strongest Man. We actually, we didn't live stream it, but we went and kind of did like a mini documentary. It's still on our our YouTube channel. We did like a mini documentary showing him competing there. We went to, um, uh, he got, he went to Masters. This was the uh, first time I had an experience with Strongman Corporation. He qualified for Masters Nationals in Vegas. So we went to Vegas and I did a little mini documentary on him. about his journey to Vegas and his competition and everything else. That's where I met David Waters and everything else. Um, So I started to become more and more embedded in the sport of strongman. And then Greg and Nicole Fields with the United States Strongman Georgia invited me because they knew who I was, because I had done the documentary for the Central Georgia Strongest Man when Brian was there. They asked if I could live stream. And I said, sure. And so that was one of our early live streams. I was like, you know, thanks for the opportunity. So we go down there, set up this farmer's market and we live stream the Central Georgia Strongest Man. Um, and that was really, really we live streamed on Facebook. So I wish I had done it on YouTube. But at the time, we were trying to figure out which platform we were going to stream on and everything else. And what that, year was that? That uh, 2018. OK, because okay. we came back from the Arnold. It was the same month as the Arnold. So, uh, in fact, we're going to be doing it again. I'll get into that more later. But yeah, we'll be doing it again yeah, in March. Sure. And uh, it, it's always near the end of March. So we, it was March tw- something 2018. And we live streamed it, like I said, on Facebook. And it was really, really a good time. I
0: had a, I had a ball doing it. Um, nice. It's interesting how you say you can tell what people are good at. Uh, you know what I'm good at? What? Watch how I compliment us both. Choosing great interviewees. <laughs> <laughs> you you actually, actually, I do know what you're good at, to be honest. With you. <laughs> What's that? What's that?
1: Um, it's that you have an ability to break down the uh, sports that you're interested in in a way that makes it accessible to the viewer. So you can explain why this person, why it, why I should be. You can make me excited about watching someone compete in something, even if I didn't know anything about the sport. You have the ability to kind of like break down what's important about that person, what's significant about what they're trying to do. And uh, you have the ability to let them talk. I appreciate that. Thank you. you. Tell their story. So, yeah, you're a very good interviewer. And I think you actually really that's why I wanted you. I was hoping you're going to be at the Mammoth because I was going to call on you to do color commentary with me because I really respect your ability to research people and and do what I just said. Like you, anybody can tell you about somebody, but you have the ability to make that person's story matter to the viewer.
0: Yeah. I hope maybe the world situation's a little calm down next year. We'll do it for sure. If you'll still have me,
1: man, I'll put you in one of those uh, little suit. You look like a beekeeper. <laughs> you look like a beekeeper and I'll have you there anyway. <laughs>
0: nice, right. Hey, I, I, I'll still give great analysis. Don't worry. That's right. <laughs> Usually kind of the way I wrap these up and uh, what I want to do now is you you touched upon a couple of events, exciting stuff you have coming up in the near future. Why don't you talk a little bit about, take a few minutes to promote, uh, you know, all the great things you have coming up and uh, how people can follow them and follow you and just kind of promote everything you have going on. Okay, cool.
1: Uh, so I appreciate that. So first thing we have is this month, this as we're recording this, this is February. So um this is February 4th. So, the next thing we have coming up as far as live streams is the USPA Drug Test at Winter Classic, and that's coming out February 27th. Um, that's going to start at 9 a.m. And if you just go to the Garage Room Life Media YouTube channel, there is the link to subscribe to it. Actually, when you go to our homepage on YouTube, you'll see across the thing. It'll say all of our upcoming live streams. And so you can just say, oh, this is, you know, whatever. And you just subscribe and make sure you click the bell for notifications. And it will tell yep. you, YouTube will send you a notification when we start our streams. So you've got the USPA drug test at Winter Classic. That's February 27th.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we talked about a lot of great stuff tonight. This has been an awesome conversation, John. I'm so happy you were able to come on. Anything else you wanted to uh, mentioned before we wrap it up
1: just uh we're also um revamping our our blog we're starting to pump out content there so every wednesday you're going to get not only um an article that's going to help you with your training but also you're going to get stuff uh we're trying to put out things just letting people know what the you know what's in stock because I know people are still trying to get equipment. So what's in stock that we know about that's out there? Um, We get also like what some cool product that's kind of caught our eye. Like, oh yeah, look at this thing. This is kind of cool. So like um, stuff like that. Um, uh, So that's every Wednesday. You want to check out garageandlifemedia.com and and we're going to create a a way for you to subscribe subscribe for free. And you'll get a notification. You'll get like a little newsletter and it'll say, hey, like this is what is coming, you know, what we have uh, for you on the blog. But all in all, just, you know, subscribe to... Uh, our YouTube channel. The reason for that, honestly, is it just helps us live stream more. And the reason why, in a nutshell, is because when I approach an advertiser to help cover the co- to like help me cover the cost of paying my people to go do a live stream, um, the first thing they look at is how many subscribers I have on YouTube because they want to know if they should take me seriously or if I'm just some dude, in my, you know, with a cell phone trying to live stream stuff with my phone. And the more subscribers I have, the more legitimacy it gives me in the eyes of an advertiser, right? Um, Absolutely. And so that just helps a lot. And honestly, I think that the content that we have on there, as I say, it's like ESPN for home gyms. And I think that if you go in our, our channel, I think it really is worth your while because we're tailoring content to you in a way that's never been done for home gym owners before.
0: All right. That's a that's a great message, one that I'm happy to keep spreading uh, on your behalf. And uh, again, it was awesome to have you on. Maybe uh, after some of these events, we catch up again sometime and uh, definitely hit me up for that collab on Central Georgia.
1: Yes, indeed. We definitely will do it. uh, I'll give you a shout uh, in a couple weeks and actually, yeah, I'll give you a shout in a couple weeks and we can hash out something.
0: All right. Well, thanks again, man. Uh, Have a great evening and we'll talk again soon. Ciao, homie. (laughs) Ciao, homie. (laughs) Yeah. Remember to follow me on Spotify or Anchor so you can get notifications of all of the great interviews and analysis of competition prep that I bring to you at least four times weekly on this podcast. Share these episodes across all of your social media and of course, follow me on Instagram at myblockstrongest and on Twitter and on my flagship YouTube channel, myblockstrongestman where you can get full video versions of everything you hear on this podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, click that support button and support us in any way you can. It's greatly appreciated and helps us keep bringing you this high-quality content. Ciao, homie!